thing is, I think it's a, um, a strip show, dance show. We're there, dude. Welcome back, guys, on today's show. Why is it bad to have an ice behavior? And also, who wants to open your door on TikTok? And what is it meant by calling someone a beekeeper age or beekeeping age? And also, where is the public improvement fee going? All this and much, much more discussed here on Deacon Live. How are you? How are things? Welcome back. Uh, we took a little time off, and I'll get into that here in just one sec, but I want to make sure that you're out there. Uh, you're doing okay, because that's what I worry about. I worry about you guys all the time. Um, make sure you follow us on our YouTube video. Uh, make sure you like us over on Facebook. You can find us over there. We're on Twitch, uh, and we're on Instagram as well. And the way you find all these different uh, avenues that we are part of, and you want to be part of it as well is go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on social contacts. You can see all the stuff that links us to you and you to us as well. So right at it. We're going to get to it. How are you? How have you been? Are you doing okay? Did I miss anything? Did anything exciting happen in the last three, four weeks or so? Well, I'll tell you exactly what happened to me. Nothing bad. Don't worry. Don't worry. Everything's good. Uh, I decided to take February off. One, it's a short month. Two, I had a lot of stuff I wanted to get done here on our property. And three, I was, I don't want to say I was getting burned out, but I was just getting to the point where my wife even said, you know, hey, you know, it, it feels like you're, you're forcing yourself. And I didn't want to, you know, jeopardize the, the, the podcast because, you know, People understand you get burned out on your job. I didn't take any time off during Christmas time or anything like that. I think I took like maybe one week off, but there was a lot of stuff that was piling up on my plate here on the property that I wanted to, uh, to get done. And it was just, you know, I couldn't get to it between doing this podcast. I also do another podcast called, uh, Equine Dynamics with Mike Steins. My farrier, uh, who has been in the Olympic Games and, and done numerous eventing championships and all, he's got a catalog list of, of titles that he's earned. Uh, we do a podcast every Monday called Equine Dynamics with Mike Stein. So I've got that going on. Uh, I'm trying to get stuff done here on the property. My cabinets in the kitchen were driving me crazy. It, I don't want to say it's an older house, but it's, it's, um, house is probably 20 years old and the cabinets are one of those where, they painted the cabinets to sell the house. And now that the cabinets are here, and as you guys know, my dad's been living with us. Normally, my wife and I, we're not in the cabinets at all. You know, maybe to throw something away. Um, but our lifestyle is totally di- different than with my dad being here. Now, with my dad being here, he is in and out of those cabinets all day long. Whether he's getting a drink out of the one cabinet or throwing something away in the, you know, because we have our garbage can underneath the sink. So that cabinet door gets open 15, 16 times a day and the pain is starting to wear off. And I'm looking at it, I'm like going, God, it looks like a bunch of, like this house has 15 people living in it. So I said, you know what? I'm going to take some time. Um, I, I'm not that I'm anal as far as like getting things cleaned up, but things should be in their place. And I don't like when stuff is dirty. I don't like stuff when it's, you know, kind of ratty tatty. We paid a lot for this house. We paid a lot for this kitchen. I wanted to make sure that everything was going right. So I pulled all the cabinet doors off. Jesus Christ, what a job that is. Sanded them all down. And they're shaker type cabinets. So if you guys are familiar with the shaker 
type style, uh, that's what kind of cabinets we have. The cabinets down below are solid. The ones up top have the glass in the panels of the shaker unit. So sanding each one of them down, uh, painting them, priming them, then painting them with a light coat, and then going back and lightly sanding that, and then painting that. I mean, it's a process. It literally is a process. Well, of course, you guys know it's a, it's a four-week process. Uh, I'm still not done. I still have all the cabinets, half of the cabinets, off of the the cabinet boxes that are in the kitchen. So I've been dealing with that, uh, just trying to pick up around here on the property, trying to get things uh, situated, taking a lot of stuff out. February was also my the one-year anniversary, which is, I hate that word anniversary when something bad happens. Um, my mom passed away one year ago in February, so I wanted to make sure my dad was okay and, and if we need to do anything for him or anything like that. So I wanted to be available. Uh, so... Uh, one year's gone by. We're not building him a house on the backside of the property. It was way too much money for his budget. Uh, so he is living with us in the house full time, which is fine. It's, it's not a big deal. He doesn't bother us. We don't bother him. He goes on about his day and we go on about ours. Um, he feeds himself, but in and out of those cabinets, cause everything that he eats is in a box and that box has a container and that container has a plastic lid or something that you got to peel off to poke holes in it or something like that. So he's in and out of that garbage can all the time. Hence the cabinets getting all scratched up and stuff. So a year has gone by and my mom's passed away. So this is one year, one year anniversary or one year of her being gone, passed away. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I just hate that word anniversary for, I, I always use the term anniversary for celebrating something happy, not something sad. Uh, there's got to be something else. I've talked about this before on past podcasts, but we have all the stuff that I've been hoarding for my dad in preparation of him getting a, a new house built down on the property on the backside. So the stuff has been filling up the garage and just sitting there. So I had to go through and just do a, it's been one year. We haven't touched this stuff, a complete douche of the garage. Uh, that took a couple of days. So you can see, it's not like I've been sitting around with my thumb in my ass. I've been doing stuff and trying to get my house, trying to get my house back in order. I, bet, I guess is basically what I'm saying because I was having anxiety. Like I'd walk into the, the garage and I would see everything in it and, my mind would just go, okay, that's here. We're not using that. That could be used for a better space. I go into the, in the house and I'm like looking at the stuff in the house. You know, that <laughs> it, 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 I was getting, I was not having anxiety attack, but it was just making me anxious. You know, that's the only way I can describe it. So I had to stop. I had to take some time off, get my house back in order. And I think for the most part, it is back in order. I was having a little bit of a panic attack coming back up here to the studio. Now we broadcast just outside of Charlotte in a beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. We have an 800 square foot studio that's above our three car garage. I know my wife says, why do you always tell them that? Just to give them a, a visual picture of, of where I'm sitting at. And uh, let me make sure all my cameras are on and I look okay. Hi, you can see I've grown out my beard a little bit. I've got my uh, salt and pepper beard. We'll get into what people might call me, <laughs> what they might call this stage of my salt and pepper beard. But Get my house back in order. I had a little anxiety about coming up here and doing the show. You know, did I do I remember how to do it? Of course, it's like riding a bicycle. You once you get on it, you'll just take right off, and and it's like didn't even miss a beat. Uh, I do appreciate all the emails that I was getting uh, asking me if I was okay. I appreciate that. And if you'd like to email me at any time, email me at deacon at profitradio.com. You can get a hold of me there, and you can also find all our social links if you'd like to follow. I've been posting stuff on TikTok. I've been trying to do TikTok videos. Videos. I just don't have the energy to do do the TikTok videos. I swear, you people out there, you people, I'm talking to you, that have the time to sit there and edit these videos and make this big elaborate thing, and I'm just on my phone going, 
pause, record, record, pause, pause, record, record, pause, pause, record. <laughs> I don't have time to sit there and mess around with all the, the fancy editing and stuff. I got enough shit going on here. I got another podcast that I'm working on uh, that'll probably release later on at the end of March. It, it's a totally different style podcast that I've been doing, uh, which is fun. It's always good to kind of keep everything fresh. And if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you get bored with it. So that's where I've been. Uh, I hope you guys are doing well. We're going to do a short little show here. Uh, I say short little show. I told my wife, uh, yeah, I'll do like a 30, 40 minute episode. I know this is going to be an hour and a half. I know it is. I got a lot to talk about and you know me. I like to talk. All right, guys, lots to get into. So stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. Subscribe to Deacon Live wherever you listen to podcasts. Search for Deacon Live and please give us a nice review. Deacon Live now presents you J.L. Bowden with his latest song, Hard to Stay Alive. For more information, check him out over at ProfitRadio.com. Man, it must be hard to stay alive Then why I keep burying my friends My own family double-crossed me That's why I ain't been getting no sleep Can't trust the people that's close to me I let the smoke blow in the wind I keep a pole for my inner man I keep a pole for my inner man I can't even trust my family Said I got too many bad memories Feel like I'm losing my sanity Demons got me using my energy I just need some time off for myself I just need to breathe I just had to bury another one of my Make it feel like it's so hard to stay alive See my own Welcome back to Deacon Live. Don't forget, for every podcast we do, we have a matching video as well. And you can see me in real time waving to the camera. Hi, guys. It's me. You can see my my beard, my new shirt for uh, the Equine Dynamics. Uh, we have some uh, Deacon Live shirts as well. Uh, we can try to get those out to you. But we'd love to hear from you. And the way you can be part of the show, we'd love for you to be part of the show, uh, is to go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. At the bottom of the page, I believe it's a little blue bar. It says, Be Heard. Click on that. It, it opens up a microphone. Yes, you have to access the microphone. Don't worry. I'm not going to hack as you <laughs> hack your account or anything like that. As you heard, I've got enough shit going on here. I don't have time for it. I don't have enough people here to do all that stuff. I just want to hear from you. And, and when you click on that, you can be anonymous if you want. Opens up the microphone. It comes right to our inbox and we'll play it on the very next podcast as well. You can be part of the show right alongside me here on the air. So let's get into it. Uh, we've got a brand new logo. If you uh, watching the podcast or if you're scrolling through your iHeart or, or Spotify or whatever like that, wherever you're listening to that, you can see we have a brand new logo and our new motto is watching the world burn one episode at a time. And the logo that I had, I created myself and I, I used, uh, I think, paint 3D, something simple. I want something simple. Uh, basically representing me and the world or watching entertainment or something like that. And that's the logo I came up with. So that's what you see. That's why it's kind of like 8-bit looking. It's kind of basic and simple, but it gets the point across. Now, with this all this new AI stuff that's come out there, uh, I actually had an AI, one of the, the chat, not chat, AI, but one of the picture, I think Dolly, uh, I plugged in my logo, told it what I want it to look like or kind of what I want it to look like. And that's what it actually generated outside of the words and stuff. I had to add the words back later. 
But that's our new logo, an AI robot or computer or whatever drew that for me. And I said, that looks great. That's perfect. It's me looking at the world and, uh, it, you know, it, it's kind of out there. So that's where we're coming to. All this AI stuff, people are going to start losing their jobs or losing the simple little jobs. I don't know, but all the AI stuff that's coming out of there. And it's free. That's what I don't understand. If you had that kind of technology and it did that kind of work and you're not charging for it, how are you making money? How is the, I guess, selling advertisements on that webpage? I don't know how that goes. Or, or what it is, is they're just capturing all the data. They could give it away for free. They're just capturing the data and they're selling your data. Kind of like what Facebook was doing. No, we don't do that. Yes, you did. Anyways. So that's, that's my new logo up there. And so, uh, I have seen, believe it or not, a logo makes a, a great deal of difference, uh, when people are searching for a podcast. I've noticed that my numbers jumped up probably like 15% once I posted. I didn't do any new episodes or anything. I just posted that logo and I just saw like 30 days activity was 15% higher than my normal 30 days activity, which is crazy. Just that a, a picture like that can influence you. Now, for all you truckers out there, for all you people out there that get all your speed and, and meth and stuff from uh, gas stations, <laughs> what do they call them, gas station junkies or something like that, there's a product out there called Tiana or Zaza, something like that. States are now banning this energy pill dubbed the gas station heroin. After people suffered opioid-like withdrawals, as you can see, I still can't read. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed there. With op- opioid-like withdrawals, paranoid, and hallucinate hallucinate I see shit. Let's put it that way. Several states have banned the pill that causes withdrawal symptoms similar to opioids. It can be readily available at gas stations and online. Mississippi became the latest state to pass the ban on these tiapentine on March 1st. Under the proposal, it will be illegal to sell or possess this drug in the state as of July 1st. So buy it up now and and put a new label on it or something. If approved, Mississippi's governor and the the state will join Alabama, Michigan, Tennessee, Georgia, Indiana, and Ohio on passing the ban on Tianipatine. I'll spell it for you because my pronunciation is horrible. T-I-A-N-E-P-T-I-N-E. Tianipatine. Teen, teen, something like that. Now, I used to love, oh, God, when I was in the late 90s, I loved ephedra and ephedrine and all that. Man, I, I loved that stuff. And I lost a lot of weight on it. Uh, and then one of the stupid baseball players, I forget, McGuire or something like that, or one of the people on the had a heart attack, and he was taking that stuff. And, of course, ah, it's bad. Ban it across the, the planet. But yet, you know, cocaine and all the other stuff is still out there. Now, I know they banned that, but Jesus Christ, I can't find Everdreen anywhere in anything. But cocaine, you can go right down this, not in my neighborhood. No, 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 not my neighborhood because I got a population of 2,500 people. I got to drive 15 miles to go to the next guy's house down the road. But in some other neighborhoods, let's say Charlotte, because that's the next big town over, you can buy cocaine right off the shelf in your drug dealer's house, you know, that type stuff. It's readily available, but this this one product, Tianapatine, <laughs> making a horrible butchery of that, is being uh, removed off shelves and you won't be able to get it anymore. The product targets the same receptors in the brain as an opioid. Uh, that means it can become addictive and cause some kind of withdrawal symptoms, such as symptoms as opioids, including paranoia and hallucination. I see shit. <laughs> Can't talk, all right. Some of the brands that you might uh, see are called Zaza Red, 
Tiana, and TD Red, hoping for a boost of energy and better focus. Others incorrectly believe that the drug can treat anxiety or depression. Uh, the pills are sold as a dietary supplement, meaning they are subject to the same regulations as drugs and can freely be bought at stores that are online. One brand, Tiana, says it on its website that the pill have a relaxing, energizing property. That's kind of like an oxymoron, isn't it? And a strong, soothing abilities. Uh, despite the claims uh, by some companies that, that they make, Tiana is not approved by the FDA for any medical use. Consumers should avoid uh, the products containing topatine, including those claiming to treat ailments and disorders, according, according to the FDA's guidance update in 2022. So there you go. Uh, no more Zaza Red. Darn it. Because, you know, as soon as they, well, we got to what, July 1st? I want to go try some now. Wait a minute. I take that back because I don't want that opioid i've i've lost friends you know hooked on heroin and stuff you know the whole pill mill thing and everything that got canceled out i've seen the suffrage and stuff i don't want to go through that so i take that all back give me bring back my ephedrine bring me back my ephedra that's what i want ephedra when it first came out was geared for uh, asthma and it helped open up your bronchial tubes and one of the things that they found out that it actually it's speed so it increased your speed as well <clears throat> now, now picture this scene. An hour into a dinner party, you're hosting for friends. Notice the quotes there. Uh, most of the guests are on their second and third round of adult beverages are tucking into the main course. Suppulent grilled shrimp with paired with grits lathered all over your plate according to this old family recipe. Shouts of improved echo and all around the table. Everyone's mumbling and murmuring. These grits are good. However, you know what make them real when I make them, I use real cream, not milk. Yikes. Is that a compliment or an insult? For situ- If this situation sounds familiar to you, millions of estimated Americans who has borne witness to this has called this activity where you, you kind of say, oh, this would be great, but if you use this, you know, it's better. It's, it's not my mother's recipe because my mother uses real butter and not margarine, you know, that type stuff. It's kind of like a backwards hand slap or backwards face slap, not a hand slap could be either one this actual uh, activity is called ice or invidious comparison eating the most progressive passive aggressive bad dining habit is called ice when a person indirectly asserts the dish that they are consuming is lesser by listing a superior merits of another version usually their own that they can make this meal better for example when you make chicken marsala, uh, I don't use a red wine. I use a Merlot or something like that. I don't use a, you know, whatever store bought and I have to use this. But if you do this and that type of stuff, sometimes you just, if you invite someone over to eat your meal, <laughs> which I don't know if that's a taboo statement in itself, but they, all they could do is complain about or they can say, you know, this could be better or this would be better. I had a friend of mine. His name was Sean. He would, he would do that. I would make a meal. Young kids, teenagers growing up, get, uh, roommates, I would make like spaghetti for the night. And then I, it was simple ground beef, add some red sauce and stuff. But he didn't like the red sauce. I only eat real stew the tomatoes, smash the tomatoes out. He's like, that's the way you make a spaghetti. All right. All right, jackass. If you want to eat your spaghetti, go eat your own spaghetti. Don't, you know, make fun of mine. But that's what it's called. It's called invitus, invidious comparison eating or ice so if you know anyone out there just say don't be an ice baby don't be an ice baby
<laughs> They'll be like, what are you talking about? And then you can just kind of keep eating your shrimp and grits. All right, guys, stick around. A couple more terms that are coming out uh, thanks to TikTok. I'll tell you what, TikTok is going to take over the news source because every time I was looking for an article, it was linked to a TikTok uh, video. And that's where we're getting our our social news now is TikTok. Was Facebook, was uh, Instagram at one time, and now it's TikTok. And so what is a beekeeping, the beekeeping age, which is what I am right now? Do I look good? I look good. I'll get it out of here in just one sec. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. I'm not saying you're doing a bad job, but could you put a little more effort into it? Yes, it's a Chardonnay. No, that's uh, not Chardonnay. It's a Chardonnay. It's a Wedgenfandale. Right. It's uh, straight <laughs> vodka. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. Where's my swag? Where's my swag? You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. I got my head out this sunroof. I'm blasting my favorite tunes. I only got one. Welcome back to Deacon Live. You want something for free? Of course you do. We'd love to give you something for free for hanging out, bearing with us while I had to get my house in order here, get myself situated mentally, physically, and spiritually. I don't know. I'm just throwing the last one in there just for good measure. Cover all the boundaries. And we'd love to give you something for free. And the way you do that is go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on free swag. And uh, we still have some stickers and stuff with the old logo on. I haven't ordered any of the new stuff. Uh, but I will, so guess what? All the old stuff is now collector's items. They will not be produced anymore. They will not be... Now, granted, I still have the, the master, but I'm not going to make any more. I want the new logo out there. I want the new and improved logo, and you guys can get that by going to ProfitRadio.com and click on free swag. With the change in technology and everything that's going on, as far as you have DoorDash, uh, we physically do not have to leave the house anymore. We have DoorDash. Well, out where I live, we have one DoorDash person. His name's Tom, and Tom will sometimes drive into town and get us Bojangles chicken, and that's it. We don't have any. Oh, we have a Wendy's. But other than that, we don't have any like fast food restaurants somewhere around where we live, which is a good thing, but sometimes it gets old where you just want to have a bacon double cheeseburger and you got to drive 20 miles into town to, to go get that. But anyways, another thing that's going away is cash. Of course, you guys know this. Uh, it's been on the downward spiral for a long, long time. Now... They're like the tip jars when you go to Dunkin' Donuts. Those tip jars are going away. Everyone's paying with a card, you know, credit card or a debit card or something like that, or, or your Apple iPhone or Samsung Google Pay or whatever they have now. We don't have cash in hand anymore. I feel sorry for all the bums out there that, hey, can you spare some change? Spare some change. <laughs> What's that? Change of clothes? Change of underwear? Change of hairstyle? I don't know. But what's happening now is something called tip creeping. It's a terminology that's being thrown out there, and I think it's just another another way of naming something. And what it is is that tipping tipping is encountering its own form of inflation. As many businesses have removed the traditional tip jars and now credit card kiosks on demand for customers to cough up a few extra bucks when they swipe. For example, you know, you swipe 
and you, you go to the kiosk. I've never been, I've never seen one, never been there. I've seen a video on what they do. So I'm just going by the video that I've seen. So like you go into McDonald's, you order something and it actually has, do you want to tip the person making the hamburger in the back? No, I don't want to tip. Why are you sneaking that in there? It's dub tip creeping and it seems to be effective in cornering customers to pay more than they initially intended to. Many digital kiosks are asking for tips starting at 18 or 20% and go as high as 30%, which normal tipping is 15% was traditional. So when you're out grabbing that cup of coffee and you don't know if you should tip or not, according to the tipping culture survey, 73% of Americans tip at least 11% more when they pay digitally than if they were if they were paying cash in hand. A feel-good tipper usually tips about 20% in every situation. Then there's the no-tipper who feels that they paid for their food and goods and that are and they're being served and that's sufficient enough, like fast food establishments and stuff like that. Lastly, there's there's this guilt tipper. Uh, when you purchase something on the counter and Instead of at the table, they often feel, feel guilty about not tipping or obligated because they feel that they're being watched or looked over. Starbucks recently rolled out uh, a new screen feature that now gives the customer to add a tip to the final bill or leave nothing at all for the transaction even before it even goes through. The Giant Coffee also raised the minimum pay to uh, $15 an hour. Oh, they're, they're raising the, the minimum wage. They're paying them a, a better rate. That way they don't need to be tipped, but people still tip them. So, so it's called tip creeping. And it's that little thing on the bottom of your digital kiosk that they kind of sneak that in there. Kind of like um, when I go to Lowe's to buy something, they're like, would you like to round up for the uh, whatever charitable cause? And you, and you, no, no, I don't. I already do all that stuff. You're just trying to grab a, a couple more cents because you want it out of my pocket. If you're so worried about that charity, Lowe's, you give up the money and then you can write it off on your taxes and, and then be done with that. So there you go. I have grown out my beard. And I look, I think I look good. It, for a while there, it was getting, you know, my teenage years, my adolescent years, my young adulthood. My beard really didn't look that good. Let me look at myself here on the, there you go. There's a good picture of me. <laughs> but now it's gotten like real nice and thick. And it's the two-tone where my goatee is gray. The side for like three inches is dark, my normal hair color. And then as it gets up to my ear, it goes gray again. So I've got like this zebra-striped beard i think i think i look good i think i look i think i'm a handsome young man is let me give you a full shot here so you can see me yeah there you go but there's a term coming out now it's more used for like safer work you always hear about nsfw not safe for work this term is actually come to exist so it's more of a safer work it's actually replacing what they call a dilf now if you know what a milf is this is the male version of that so what started the whole thing is they're talking about Pedro Pascal, the guy who's in, um, he was in Narcos, he was in The Last of Us, and he was just recently featured on SNL. You know, Pete Owen, Mandalorian, but you really don't see him in Mandalorian because he's got a helmet on his head. For example, folks on TikToks are now calling these type males, these men that look, you know, still, still very distinguished. And, and, I, and there's a double standard there. You know, as women get older, they, people say that they don't age well. Women do not age well. Men, on the other hand, age better or more significant or that's the way our eyes are trained to look at men older men not me i'm not looking at older men but i'm just saying you can tell an older man usually has more distinguishing looks so what they're calling that is the beekeeping age usually target at older dads or otherwise male identifying adults i don't know why they have to throw that in there 
Users of the platform have been saying that certain men look like their beekeeping age, whether it's in the compliment section or I'm sorry, the comments section or in the entire TikTok video that people are posting the term beekeeping age. So what does it mean? So if you've been called the beekeeping age, don't sweat it. For instance, in all purposes, it's actually a compliment. If someone calls another person a beekeeping age, it essentially means that they find the person attractive for their age and it sounds like a completely erroneous and almost nonsensical statement off the cuff, especially when they have no interest in beekeeping at all. So I don't know how it got out there. The term actually originated from Rick and Morty. You know, that those two guys. In the post-credit scenes on Season 4, Episode 7, Morty's older sister, Summer, is seen hanging out with her old friend, Trisha Lang. From the window, Trisha secretly observes Summer's dad, Jerry, who happens to be beekeeping at the time. Trisha begins to go off on a tangent, offering some weird praises and saying that he's obviously beekeeping age. Look at your dad, such a dork, keeping bees. I mean, it's at least it's interesting, though. At least, like, I wish my dad kept bees. I mean, it's kind of cute. Like, your dad keeps bees. How old is your dad? He's obviously beekeeping age. I don't know. I think it's kind of sweet. Summer, I want to f*** your dad. Oh, really? So there you go. It came from Rick and Morty. Just a small little scene, and, and obviously someone grabbed a hold of it and ran with it. So... If you see, uh, instead of a DILF out there, uh, you're calling beekeeping age. It, it, it's too much. It's, it's, you know, through TikTok and all the slang and everything like that, uh, beekeeping age is not a good term. I, it's too hard to say. If you call them a, a, a BKA or something like, or a BK age or something like that, you gotta shorten it down a little bit to get your message across there. Youth of today. All right, guys, stick around. A couple more segments and I'll let you get back to doing what you gotta do. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. What's your baby mama at the crib and blow her back out? Shorty Filipino and she call me Manny Pacquiao. Alley hoop without the hoop, they call me Jerry Stackhouse. Days are out in public, but your mama made me snap out. Before I get the dog, got the morning routine. Wake up, right now. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. I can't even operate a leaf brower. Brower. Yeah. Brower. If you don't eat breakfast, you start drinking, your tongue will not say bull. God, why can't the English teach their children how to speak? Call 407-448-8800. What, what the hell? Did anybody feed the dog? You're listening to... Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. No! So get up. Get up. Come and get it together when you Welcome back to Deacon Live. You want to be part of the show? Of course you do. We'd love for you to be part of the show. And the way you can do that is go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on the uh, section that says Be Heard at the very bottom of the page. Opens up a microphone. Talk right into it. Uh, You can be anonymous if you want. And uh, speak right into it. And you can say, hey, welcome back. We missed you. We loved you. Uh, Or... Any comments you want to add to to the show, that'd be fine. You can be podcast famous. My um, my dad actually came up to me and said, you know, hey, one of your relatives want to know if you're okay, if everything's going all right with you. And I said, well, who? And he said, you know, aunt, whatever. And because uh, she hasn't heard a, a Deacon Live show in a long time. I go, well, just let her know. You know, I'm trying to get the house in order, trying to get everything all situated and stuff before I continued on doing the podcast. So February was a rough month just across the board uh, being, you know, that's the first year anniversary of my mom passing and just want to make sure everything was okay here on the house, trying to take care of stuff and get things uncluttered and, and back into normal living life lifestyle. Now, this young lady right here, 
uh, was living her lifestyle. She says in this new TikTok video that's gone viral in the, and the last day has gotten 350,000 views, says this right here. Why didn't anyone teach you what car insurance was for? A TikTok user by the name of Almighty KO underscore posted a video on March 6th saying in it that she had been paying for around $320 a month for car insurance for the past two years. She believed she was paying this amount due to the previous penalties on her driving record. The TikToker explained that she received a payment due notification on her car insurance provider and decided to call them to see if she could cancel the service because she had no car and hasn't had one for over a year. So this is what she said. I'm going to do this in a voice. You ready? Here we go. So I gave the lady a call and she told me that I don't have, I don't got no car no more. <laughs> That's what it says. Uh, my car was wrecked last year in an accident. She was like, well, if you don't have a car, would you like to cancel your policy? What car is on my policy? I just thought I was paying for a bad driving record. Luckily, the TikToker says she will receive $3,500 back pay on her policy because the police reported her car in an accident was completely totaled. So check your policy and don't be me is what she's saying. So, I mean, you're out there, you're paying for your car insurance, but I mean, there's something that's got to be... a Aren't you supposed to have insurance if you have a driver's license? Can you have a driver's license and no car insurance, even if you don't have a car? I mean, how does that work? How does that vicious cycle work as far as getting a car or having your driver's license and not having car insurance? I know in some states you have to have some kind of insurance if you're going to have a driver's license. I don't know how the two go hand in hand. It, it's you know it's been so long <laughs> since I've gotten a driver's license, like actual started getting or started to drive and have my driver's license, and the rules have changed 15 times over, so I don't know what's going on now something that's going on right now is this new viral video that's out there now let me explain a company called prime and prime kind of does these overlays on your tiktok videos um not filters they just were able to put like all these little designs and stuff and the latest one they have coming out it's got like a, almost like a gatorade type bottle and it's got prime written on the side and the video starts out with this video or the bottle sitting on like a table or something floating in midair it's a cartoon or it's not a cartoon but it's it's a cgi on the table and it starts with the childhood uh, nursery rhyme one two buckle my shoe three four open the door and what the person does is they take the camera and they go in physically take the camera like virtual reality and go inside the bottle and at the bottom of the bottle is this guy going open the door you know for three four open the door for whatever reason it's just completely taken off and i don't understand why is it because you can look inside the bottle and see this guy's face down of it down at the very bottom of it and you can tell the guy's completely drunk because he's trying to say open the door and he's actually saying open the door this video the actual video of the guy saying open the door came from a youtube channel called outside edition kind of a parody type stuff and what happened was this video segment was called only in ohio it's followed by a man saying i think it's a time to get the fuck out of ohio it's eight o'clock in the morning and i'm just trying to have morning coffee and this gentleman was trying to get into his house thinking that it was his house so if you want to see this video for every podcast we do we have a matching video you can see this in real time as we're talking about it here so here we go here's the actual video i'll play it Open the door. <laughs> Open the door. Open it. Open the door. Open it. I leave you. Oh, but I don't like the door. Why won't you answer? You can go here right now. I'm getting angry. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> getting angry. Getting hungry. I'm getting one of those. So he, uh, that's where the video came from. As far as why they stuck it in the bottom of this stupid two liter bottle or whatever it is the the made up bottle 
So I don't know why they stuck it in the little two liter bottle or whatever, but that that's what they're doing over there at TikTok. So that's where the actual video came from at the very bottom of the page. All right, guys, stick around. One more segment to get into, and we'll let you get back to doing what you got to do. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Crawford Radio. I'll be right back. Do you know what sucks about internet radio? Absolutely fucking nothing, nothing. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. You want to see it? Interesting. No, I can see it. I can see it. Your can monitor see? is like 50 inches. All I right. understand. It's huge. <laughs> it's a 90 it's ridiculous. inch monitor. <laughs> I, I, your monitor is bigger than what my TV was. I thought, ah! insane. <laughs> For, that's like a living room TV right there, to be honest with you. A lot of people do not have what you have right here. Anymore. Right. Call 407 448 8800. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Amy's breaking into the beer. I don't know what you've been Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all your social networks, and the way you do that is go over to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on social contacts, and you can see all the stuff that links us to you and you to us as well. We got our Instagram link over there, our YouTube, our TikTok link over there as well. I did one with our our little kitty, Trisket, and uh, she sings a little song, so check that out over there on our TikTok page as well. And if you'd like to be part of the show, make sure while you're over there on Profit Radio, click on Be Heard, speak into the microphone, and you can be podcast famous. Be right here on the air with us on the very next podcast. We'll play it. There's another thing that's going on out there with um, your automatic paying and stuff with your credit card or your debit card or anything like that. You know, no money changes hands anymore. Thank God. You would think that the pandemic or diseases and stuff would actually decrease because we're not handling that dirty money anymore. But no, they, they had to find a way to, to do something to make the population of the United States sick. And that's my opinion on where the pandemic came from. Because we're not touching money, so we can't pass around germs or anything anymore. So that's, they said, pandemic, boom, let's do that. <laughs> let's keep them on their toes, you know, shake the tree a little bit and see who falls out of it. Another thing that's happening at kiosks when you're paying go to pay out is that some uh, retail outlets are putting on there something called a public improvement fee, which is 2.5% added on to each individual item. So if you look at your receipt, you'll have, you know, your sales tax, you have, you know, your subtotal sales tax, and then your total at the bottom of it. But if you look at this one or watch this one video here, she's talking, I'm scared to switch screens because the thing's going to fucking lock up on me. I'll try it. I'm going for it. I'm going for it. Switch screens. All right now. I just left Target and I had to share my experience because I don't know if it's like just me or it's a new Target thing or it was the area I was in. Anyway, I had to share it. So like I was purchasing my items, checking out in the self-checkout, and I noticed that there was a new public improvement fee, which was 2.5% per item. So like $20 at 50 cents every item and i took a picture of it because i was like what is this so anyway like so she's got dog this. treats $5.99 public yeah, improvement fee another 15 cents on that the public improvement fee and i'm just wondering like public improvement isn't that what sales tax is like what do we pay sales tax for like improving the roads the schools no, you know, whatever hopefully no. that's what it goes to i don't know <laughs> um 
But like wh- the public improvement fee, what the what is that? Target, Target, Target. Okay, we got it, lady. We got it. You know, <laughs> you're pissed off at Target because they they put this fee on there. So let me tell you what it actually is. And they're they're actually allowed to do this. This isn't the first time a public improvement fee has been garnished on or has garnished mainstream attention. According to the shoppers' complaint about the FIPs in Colorado Springs, Colorado, it all boils down to the landlord who levies these fees. These fees are passed down to the shoppers. So all three businesses tell us that they receive complaints about the PIFs every day. They simply try to explain to the customer that it was put in place by the landlord, not the store itself. So for example, I own two acres and I put a Walmart on there. I'm going to have a public improvement fee to have the the property maintained. The drainage pipes are all nice and clean. The parking lot's nice and clean and painted and striped and well marked and everything. And so the store, I guess, has to roll those fees onto the customer or do they or is it automatically just go straight to the landlord so in 2021 a story penned by a southern colorado news station also highlights the customer's frustrations with the pis the outlet writes it's not a tax it's not something voters vote on and the city of colorado springs does not impose these fees instead that fee is set by the developer and the landlord of the property which the business sits on the developer then collects the funds from it some tiktokers who also saw this post repeated that the local news agencies reported PIFs, it's not a target thing, and so on and so forth. So it's a landlord putting a, a fee on people buying, using their parking lot, I guess. I don't know how that works out. But yeah, so I would just find another store that doesn't have those fees on there. I mean, because, you know, two point whatever percent can add up after a while. Now, this is a debate that I've been having with my wife for the last two weeks now we have cut the cord we have cut the cord we've been off traditional cable tv for probably since we moved to north carolina so we've been in north carolina since 2013 so you do the math on that that's where we're at so we went with the fire stick and of course the fire stick at the time in 2013 had cody on it uh k-o-d-i and you could watch you know live streaming movies you know they called it jailbreak you could it's an app where you could download another app where you get all the free movies and stuff. And for the first five, six years, worked great. You can get everything on it. And then here comes the stream wars. Netflix comes out. You put Netflix on there. Great. You can watch Netflix, 10 bucks a month. Then you got Hulu. And then you turn around with Paramount Plus, And then you got Disney Plus, And then you've got all these other plus, 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 plus. So now your power bill or your, your cable bill is almost more than what the normal cable cost would have been. But that's okay because I think we have four on our thing. We have Hulu, we have Netflix, we have uh, Paramount, and we have, what's the other one? Amazon Prime. But Amazon Prime comes with your Amazon subscription. And then we had our um, nieces come over and they let us hack their Disney Plus. <laughs> so we have Disney Plus for free. So there, there you go. We have five on our thing. But what's happening now is the Fire Stick, anytime we go to watch Paramount, Paramount just completely screws up. You know, we've got 5G in the house now. And the Amazon Fire Stick, I don't know if it can hold the 5G, if it understands how much information, can it process that, that 5G fast enough? Like I said, these things for, are from 2013. So we tell it to connect to the 2G or the 2.4G 
to load up the show. And what's happening is we're getting a lot of buffering, a lot of buffering. And we've got this, you know, $400 router. Um, we have, you know, 20 some odd acres here. So we can physically walk around the property. We can, you know, get a good Wi-Fi signal no matter where we're at. But for whatever reason, our bedroom, which is opposite side of where the router is in the house, we're, we get shitty service in the bedroom for our, our streaming service. So the reason why I say that is to bring this up. And I, t- I told my wife, I said, you know what? Let's just get a, a smart TV. Let's, you know, we've got a nice 60 inch TV in the bedroom. Let's go ahead and get rid of this one and get a smart TV with all this stuff. She's like, no, no, no. We'll just buy another fire stick. Well, here's an article that's going to prove my point or my theory correct. Streaming boxes had so much potential. They were a great way to cut the cable. The streaming boxes that are out now or the old ones suck. They absolutely suck. You can't find a single product on the market that comes even close to satisfying this vision that you have as far as streaming live stuff. Thriving hardware and software category streaming boxes have turned into even cheaper commodity items. At Walgreens down the street, you can cram two AA batteries into this bizarre-looking wired headphone set Roku Express HD for 30 bucks, and it's about that. It's worth 30 bucks. So you can also argue there are current forms of streaming boxes don't need to exist at all because by most measures, the majority of customers in the United States already own smart TVs. See, here we go. Honey, are you listening? <laughs> I know. We don't need another smart TV. We got one. That's enough. But everything else has an Amazon Fire Stick in the back of it. So what's happening is most of the smart TVs are are slow and riddled with ads, and they try to track your every move. So it's good to go with a streaming box, you know, for right now, at least in theory. The rest of the tech evolution has made TV hardware and software even more important now. Gaming cloud has improved that all the time, and our houses are getting smarter and smarter every day. I got smart plugs. I got smart lights now. I can change the colors anytime I want just by a flick of the, the tablet. But if the Wi-Fi goes out, I can't turn the lights on in the house. I'm walking around with candles. How... How ridiculous is that? Streaming boxes let you upgrade without throwing out your big TV and add new features that might not come baked into the set itself. Plus, a good box could migrate some of the worst ill of the smart TV. So what they're saying is many services thus withhold their data from aggregators and search engines. While many companies have tried to build universal systems, nobody has gotten even close. Our TV viewing is stuck in the old internet paradigm where you have to navigate through endless series of aggregates and folders to find just what you're looking for. The other problem is there's almost nobody in the streaming device business actually trying to make money from their streaming device. Uh, you know that old Amazon adage, we don't make money when you buy our products, we make money when you use our products type deal. Even Roku was initially successful because it was a hardware business and didn't compete for ad dollars or content speed with streaming services. And now an advertising company with a side of hardware is all what Roku is now. Even the company that expands into a smart home devices, Roku continues to be the device as nothing more than a lost leader. CEO Anthony Woods wrote, similar to our TV streaming model, we plan to build scale with our device and then monetize through the smart home services. I hate to be a downer, but all the evidence points towards this situation getting worse instead of better. Now that every streaming services is trying to be a destination, even streaming app is trying to be all the things. And to all viewers, you can subscribe to streaming services inside another service now. You can play games on Netflix app. Apple built in an entirely new system to show MLS baseball games. YouTube is systematically trying to eat every other streaming service out there. Some streaming apps are still downright horrible. And they're pointing to HBO Max. 
So if Apple can finally crack the system guide and NVIDIA can prove it really cares, or if Roku or Amazon or Google decides it's worth building a truly fra- flagship streaming box, I'll happily pony up for it, and then I can keep hating the setup boxes that we have right now. But right now, we're stuck with them. So it's do damned if you do or damned if you don't. I don't know if it helped my situation, but they're not putting a whole lot of effort and money into the actual streaming boxes. What they're doing is they're putting money and stuff into the advertisement of their product, the app. So you have to figure out a way what's the best thing. We have an Amazon Fire Stick. Uh, it might be a little bit outdated, like I was saying, but then you you say, okay, let's get rid of the Amazon Fire Stick. Let's buy a smart TV. Well, the smart TV is only going to be smart for, uh, I think it's called the Anderson Rule, where technology uh, is replaced every 18 months. Whatever you buy now in 18 months' time, that will be obsolete because something will be more faster and less money within 18 months. So what do you do? I mean, I'm looking at, I just bought a $3,000 flat screen, I forget how big it is, you know, baller. And it's a smart TV. And I like using the smart TV system on that TV. But if you go through the Amazon Fire Stick on that TV, it sucks. It just doesn't want to sit there and connect. So I've got a smart TV with a dumb box in the back of it. And both of them are fighting for my attention. So there you have it. So tell us what you think. What do you have that works good for you? Uh, We'd love to hear from you. And the way you do that is go to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Uh, Click on Be Heard. uh, Leave us a voicemail. Comes right to our inbox and we'll play it on the very next podcast. You can email me also at any time at deacon at profitradio.com and make sure you follow us on all your social networks and uh, you can see me making videos and stuff on my cats getting all crazy. We'd like to thank each and every one of you for hanging out with us, being a part of the show. I'm going to let you get back to doing what you got to do. My name is the Deacon saying goodnight and goodnight. Wait, wait, wait. Come back. This is the end. The absolute end. Écoute-moi.